Deal By Me podcast, where we ask guests to tell us your story. Hello there, this is Dr. James W. Smith, your host. We seek to, tr- to transform lives by encouraging and inspiring. Someone encourage and inspire this host, a former lawyer, gambler, inmate, and his life was transformed. The same can happen to you. When you listen to any of the Deal By Me podcasts, please support this ministry with a donation or a monthly recurring amount for as little as $3. A shout out to Reverend Quincy Davis and Dr. Lynn Henderson for their support to the Deal By Me podcast. Check out my encouraging, inspiring, and transforming books. I'm available for speaking engagements, in-person, and virtual seminars. So please contact me through my website, www.dealbyme.com. I will, as your host, be talking to you today, uh, hopefully uh, to encourage, inspire, and hopefully transform your life and let you know that all things are possible if we only believe. I shall share with you just a little about a message that I once preached at the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. And as I summarize it, I hope that it will inspire you. I hope that you will be encouraged just by listening to it. I am now a podcaster uh, and have been podcasting now for just a little uh, less than one year. But I've been blessed, and uh, when I retired, I wanted to continue to do something that would be uh, uplifting, encouraging, inspiring to listeners of this podcast. And so what I want to share with you today is to tell you not to be discouraged uh, and not to be defeated. And so if I were to share it in a brief word, I would say discourage, but not defeated. What I'm going to share with you, uh, it will actually come from a text in Jeremiah uh, 20, the ninth verse, where God called Jeremiah to speak a harsh message to a rebellious people. And in the midst of doing what God had called him to do, Jeremiah was arrested and thrown in jail. And as a result... He suffered deep distress. He endured physical, emotional, spiritual, and professional anguish. He walked into deep despair, all for doing what God had called him to do. As I want to just share with you and tell you that just because you are a Christian, or whoever you may be, or whatever you may be, uh, it does not mean you won't get discouraged. We all get discouraged sometimes. We all get depressed. We all feel low, you know. And so as I read this chapter uh, of Jeremiah, it helps uh, us and helped me to understand the highs and lows of Jeremiah's experience, the grief and joy, you know, the spare, the light, perplexity and praise, you know, and some people cave in to discouragement and it leaves them defeated, you know, but uh, I want to say to 
uh, us today, those of you who are listening to this podcast, that Christians are never defeated until they decide to be defeated. You know, and it is so easy to become discouraged. You know, when we look at our world situation, we can become discouraged. You know, sometimes even depressed. Even when we look at our personal situations, you know, uh, there can be disappointments in life. You know, children are not uh, doing what we would like for them to do. Uh, things are not going well on our jobs. Uh, uh, things are not what they should be in our families. Um, spouses and um, marriage is not what it you would like for it to be. Uh, and we feel discouraged and disappointed. And we see little growth, you know, both physically and spiritually. Um, but I want you to know that discouragement is a part of life. Discouragement comes most often when you do right things but experience poor results. You know, when you talk and, and ask folks to do certain things and and they end up uh, not doing it because, you know, uh, they don't feel like they should, you know, or anything uh, that you thought ought to go one way and it, it goes another way. It causes sometimes us uh, to become discouraged. You know, even you work hard, uh, but you don't make progress. You know, you spend time with your child trying to be the best parent you can be, but your child still rebels. You know, this is moments of discouragement, dis de depression, feel low in spirit. You feel as if you're not going to make it. Uh, and, but I want you to know that discouragement eats a hole in our heart. It makes us want to quit. It makes us say things we shouldn't say. Uh, but, but we're not alone in our feelings. You know, we're not alone in, in our feelings. You know, uh, not seeing things happen as fast as as we think they should happen, you know, can cause us to be a little discouraged. You know, and what I want to share with you uh, is to help you be encouraged, to help you be inspired, and hopefully transform your life. You know, even biblical characters face discouragement. You know, Noah, you know, preached for years and only eight were saved. Moses, you know, came down from Mount Sinai only to find the children of Israel worshiping a golden calf, you know. And, and like Jesus, Jeremiah reminds us that even a faithful servant of God can become discouraged. So it doesn't matter who, who you are. You know, uh, you can become discouraged. Uh, and you feel defeated. Uh, you can, you know, feel like you are going through the valley. Uh, those are your low moments in life. And so I want to tell you this. You need, at those moments, tell God how you feel. You know, tell the Lord how you feel. You know, if we look at, at this uh, scripture from Jeremiah, Jeremiah was honest. You know, he felt deceived by God. And 
Obviously, God does not mislead or trick people, but Jeremiah felt that God had lured him into the ministry only to make him a laughingstock. You know, he felt ridiculed and offended. You know, his voice was not making a difference. He was crying out for the people to repent, yet they continued toward destruction and judgment, you know. And, and so I, I want you to know that, that God wants us to talk to him, you know, even when we're angry, you know, upset, frustrated, you know, even when we're going through the valley, you know, he wants us to tell the truth, how he, how, how you feel, you know, don't sugarcoat it, you know. And I want you to know that even today, a lot of dishonesty is going on in our society, you know, but God is big enough and strong enough to handle our hurt, to handle our anger. So we need to tell him about it. He wants us, you, to pour out your heart to him. He, he, he wants us to express what is in our heart, you know. Do not pretend to be something that you are not. You know, uh, don't bother up your anger. You know, to bother up our anger, even angles toward God, does only harm. It it does us no good. So, to be honest, you know, we need to do that. To be dishonest, even in our prayers, you know, clouds our relationship with God. You know, God desires real people, you know, honest and forthright, who pour out their heart before him, bringing him all their motives and emotions. The truth is that God knows the depths of our hearts, our thoughts, our motives, our emotions, even before we speak to them. And so if I can say anything to you today, I want you to just uh, be encouraged, you know, be inspired, you know. So if we fall or if we fail, I should say, to be honest with God, then we are only deceiving ourselves. You know, honesty with God is liberating, you know, and I can share that from my own personal experience. You know, what I've gone through, I've learned that when I am open and when I can share my feelings, you know, I am more liberated. The next thing I want you to, to keep in mind is keep doing what you have been called to do. You know, uh, sometimes you we get into a frame of mind that we know what we ought to be doing. We know what the Lord wants us to do, but we kind of stop doing it. And look what, look what happens with Jeremiah. Jeremiah was ready to let go of God and leave him out of all conversations. But he couldn't do that. You know, he would not be at peace doing anything else. So God's message was like a fire. And you've heard this, in his bones that he could not put out. You know, he, he could not be quiet about it. So Jeremiah did not preach because he had to say something, but because he had something to say. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting. You know, uh, not saying it would have destroyed him. You know, so sometimes we just got to to, uh, to continue to do what we know we've been called to do. That's what gives us this this uh, uh, energy and causes us to want to keep going and to feel good about ourselves. Um, you know, uh, he, you know, 
it's not good to bottle up stuff. It's not good to continue staying in the valley. But we want to get up, uh, move, and do what we ought to do. I went through something in my life, and I never forget when I came out, my mom said to me, she says, now, uh, you're out, uh, and that was my confinement. And she says, you're out now, and uh, you can go and lie down in a ditch. You can go and rub your head in the sand. But all folk going to do is to come by and kick more dirt on you or rub your head further in the sand. And so I took that to heart. I got out of the ditch and took my head out of the sand. And uh, I, I want you to know, if you can understand where I am today, you will know that I have truly been blessed. Someone encouraged me. Someone inspired me, and, hope, and of course, my life was transformed. And so uh, that's what I want to kind of share with you. The next thing I want you to know, I want you to know that the Lord is with you. You know, Jeremiah realized that he wasn't alone. He, he was not on the losing side. He was, he was going to win because the Lord was with him like a mighty warrior. God would deal effectively in his own way and time with his enemies. You see, folk got to remember, you got to remember, that God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. You know, so it often in our discouragement, you know, we look inward to our problems, you know, our frustrations, you know, and our situations. Uh, and when we need to look upward to a God who has not abandoned us. He is with us. He accompanies us. And I want you to know that he is a present tense God. He's always there with us. You know, can you imagine the difference it would make in your outlook if you remain consciously aware that God is with you? You know, Picture entering into a stressful presentation, knowing that God walks with you. You know, knowledge of God's presence can help us, can help you, you know, accomplish significant things despite your or mine discouragement. You know, knowledge of God's presence provides courage, you know, provides valor and guts and strength and tenacity and perseverance. You know, living in the glow of God's presence will enable you to fight on despite discouragement. And I hope that somehow you can feel that as I'm sharing with you uh, at this time. Uh, you see, in my life, I've been discouraged. Uh, I've been down. I've been in the valley. But uh, I want you to know that I am not defeated. You know, I, I'm just not defeated. Um, I, 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 and I won't be defeated. You know, uh, you know, because I know that with God, I won't be defeated. You know, uh, and uh, if I can leave you with this, with this, to think about, they try to discourage Jesus, but you know the story. He rose, 
and he had all power in his hands. And he's our example. So when you're down in the valley, when you are depressed, when you're low in spirit, when it feels like you're at the bottom, when it feels like nobody cares about you, when it feels like you don't know how you're going to make it, know that there is somebody who is able to pick you up and who is able to get you on the right track so that you will know that I can't make it. And so I encourage you, I'm inspiring you, and hopefully I am transforming you. And until next time, peace and blessings. Mm -hmm.